Facebook, Amazon, Netflix, Google. What makes them industry giants? Get ready to take a peek inside and learn their secrets of success. This is Silicon Valley Insider, the show that demystifies the valley and helps to elevate your business to the next level. Now, your host for Silicon Valley Insider, Keith Koo. Welcome to Silicon Valley Insider. I am your host, Keith Koo, and today I'm joined by Renee Wang, CEO of CastBox, as well as Tina Kwan, the Chief Marketing Officer. Hello. Hi, Keith. It's good to be here. In this week's tech news, congratulations are in order to Crystal City, Virginia, and Long Island in New York. They were awarded Amazon's two second headquarters. Amazon decided to award that to two cities after a year-long search. And so you can imagine that there's going to be a large influx of jobs. Um, I even saw where Citibank was actually going to vacate some of their buildings so that Amazon could move in. Um, But of course, that'll also be a major impact on infrastructure as well. In other news, have you ever thought about whether artificial intelligence, which we've done a lot of shows on, can be a witness to a crime? Well, we talked about it earlier. Amazon is being subpoenaed and has now lost the current round where Alexa may have been turned on during a double homicide. And the law enforcement wants to know whether Alexa was capturing any of the audio occurring during this heinous crime. China has reversed their position again on Bitcoin, where last year they had banned cryptocurrency completely. Uh, There was a huge outflow of Bitcoin miners, these machines that, in essence, mine Bitcoin. Um, And they went to countries like Canada and Malaysia. Well, China just reversed itself and said that Bitcoin is now legal again in the country. And so I'm not sure if people are going to be jumping to move their machines all back. What that means is you can do commerce on Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies, and it'll be yet to be seen if other countries that banned Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies will follow China's lead. Lastly, there was the recent Pwn to Own hackathon, which is, again, where white hat hackers, the good guys and gals, are trying to break code for the benefit of society, they showed that all three major platforms, so Apple iPhone, a Samsung Galaxy, and a Xiaomi Mi6, they could all be hacked really easily, and they all had the current firmware built in. And this is just a reminder to stay vigilant. And that's the news of the week. So welcome back to Silicon Valley Insider. Once again, I'm your host, Keith Koo. And again, I'm joined by Renee Wang, the CEO of CastBox, and Tina Kwan, the Chief Marketing Officer. And CastBox is a really innovative podcasting platform where you can also monetize your content. And we're going to talk a lot about that today. But before we get into that, I wanted to give a little bit about Renee's background, where she has done a lot of things in her career. She actually started uh, in Google really working on monetizing apps, which is, again, something that's really near and dear to many content creators. 
and hearts. And uh, with that, uh, the the story that's a buzz is that she even sold her house to start get this company started. Isn't that correct? Yeah, yeah. I sold my house and uh, using the money to found the company about uh, two years ago. Yes, and um, so very interesting background. And I wanted Tina to talk a little bit about your background as well. Oh, I'm not as interesting as Renee. You know, I'm not living on the streets like she is. Just kidding. Um, my background was mostly in a B2B space and an enterprise. The last company I was with was um, SAP. Oh, right. Mm-hmm. Yes. So I've done dabbled into web hosting and um, anti-security, um, anti-software, things like that. No, that's great. And uh, we just had Jenny Dearborn, the head of HR for SAP, on just a few weeks back. And uh, I think what I'm noticing, Tina, is that many enterprise folks, and I came out of enterprise as mm-hmm. well, mostly Cisco and the Bank of Tokyo, um, we are all doing a lot of work in startups because it's the new economy. Yes, the new subscription economy too, right? Yeah. So, Renee, I wanted to talk about the Castbox journey. How did that all get started? What what led you to you know put everything on the line, sell your house, and start this platform? Um, yeah, actually, I'm a really big fan of audio of podcast, especially spoken audio content. And uh, at that time, about three years ago, I was working for Google Japan. And I spend about uh, two hours per day, uh, you know, transfer from home to work and back to home. It takes me a long time to find uh, the content I may be interested in. And it also took a long time to organize a playlist. And the most thing uh, about three years ago, you know, I was in Japan, I'm learning Japanese, and I'm, you know, using English in uh, in in my work, and I still want to listen some Chinese content. So it makes things even more, you know, complicated to find the best uh, uh, content in different in multiple languages. So at that time, I was thinking, why not I can build something which is multiple su- uh, language su- support, uh, which is really smart, personalized, uh, and also can help you to find the content exactly what we want. So that's why uh, I take this idea and I just ask some other friends and uh, they all have similar needs. They said that they feel like the streaming audio is kind of like uh, should be replaced by a, a kind of on-demand audio thing. Yes. So that's why I think, okay, maybe let's let let me do something. And uh, But it was uh, at that time there's like, uh, I think podcast not as popular as today. And uh, it's really hard to find investors at the very beginning. And uh, I think, okay, if I really believe in, in the future of audio, I think I, I can make the beginning by myself. So that's why I sold my house and using the money to, you know, to uh, rent an office, to hiring, try to hire more people. And also I personally developed the first version of CastBoss by myself. Oh wow. Yeah. <laughs> and also uh and also I try to convince all the all my old friends, team members and uh, classmates from high school, from college and all all my, you know, ex Googlers friends to join me. And I, I think I convinced at least one hundred people <laughs> at the very the first one month. Only three of them <laughs> uh, agreed to join Castbox. Okay. And uh, but anyway, we start with a very humble beginning, yes. but uh, and continually to grow and build until today. And, and how large is that today? 
Uh, nowadays, we have seventy people of team members. Uh, forty of them works on cast boards, and more than twenty works on uh on content about our blockchain project. And also, we have a uh, ambassador army from different countries, from Brazil, from uh, uh from European countries, from Japan, from you know other Asian countries. So this is like a, a, the the whole team work together to build a cast box. Go ahead, Tina. And I'm just going to quickly chime in (laughs) that uh, we've just hit our 20 million user mark. That's a really big number. That's 20 million around the world. Around the world. Half of that in the U.S. So thanks again for the intro. I mean, I think there's a lot to cover today. We're going to talk about everything. We're going to talk about CastBox. We're going to talk about your blockchain project content box and really the ambassador program. I think what will also be very, very interesting is to answer the question, can you monetize your content, especially uh, if you have a podcast, which I'd be very interested in. So again, you're listening to Silicon Valley Insider with Keith Koo. Today we're joined by Renee Wang, the CEO of CastBox, and Tina Kwan, the Chief Marketing Officer of CastBox. That is CastBox, which is C-A-S-T-B-O-X dot F-M. If you have any questions or comments, come to our website, svin.biz, or email us at info at svin.biz, and we'll be right back. For questions or comments on today's program, call 1-888-828-7846. That's 888-828-SVIN. Now, back to Silicon Valley Insider. Once again, your host, Keith Koo. Hey, Insiders. Welcome back to Silicon Valley Insider with Keith Koo. Today, joined by the leaders of CastBox, Renee Wang, the CEO, and Tina Kwan, the Chief Marketing Officer. Welcome again. Thank you for having us. So today's question of the week is, can you monetize your content? And this is a perfect question for the folks we have in the room, since we talked about in the first segment, Renee, who was originally a Googler, worked a lot on monetization of apps before jumping out and starting CastBox on her own. So thanks again. I think this is a great question. So can you monetize your content? Yeah. Uh, uh, I think this, like uh, when it came to CastBox and CountBox, and it will be different for content creators to monetize their content. For CastBox, which we call it a classical internet, there are quite like different ways for people, for creators to monetize better content. The first one is audio, audio ads, and uh, which we will going to launch some kind of like audio ads network in the coming year and will help for long-tail partners and publishers to monetize their audio content and using a more programmatic way. Uh, the second one is about the, the existing content subscription or paywall options. For podcasters, if they can make some of their content into premium or like add a bonus episode, they can also monetize via CastBox. So let's talk a little bit more about that, right? Yeah. Um, because, you know, I have a radio show. Yeah. And the radio show produces a podcast, but I don't focus on it too much. I know yeah. I have listeners in 94 countries, which is awesome. And you have, I think, 130 countries or more. Um, so coach me. Yeah. Tell me, how, how would I do that? Because all my content's free right now. Yeah. So what would that mean, existing content in, a, in paywalls? Why don't we talk a little bit more about that? Yeah. Uh, there are kind of two ways. First is like, you, you know, for I know all your uh your listeners is very high profile listeners. And maybe some of them 
didn't want to, you know, listen to all the ads which is integrated into the radio. Yes. And there's one way you can offer the ads-free content, and the users can pay by month using subscription fee to say that oh, I want an ads-free version of the of the show of this great Silicon Valley Insider show. Got it. And the second way is like adding bonus episode. For example, uh, for every for every Friday you have a new show launch. Maybe you can add for one uh, add one more per month, which maybe you can invite some special guest, and you can maybe making it even more engaged live show content and make it as a bonus episode. And your followers and your fans want to support you. They can really make. Uh, at least, for example, $12 dollars per month to su- subscribe your show and also enjoy the bonus ca- content and which is ex- exclusive. And this is another way for uh content creators to monetize their content. I see. Yeah, and think basically we have did a research based on our users. Uh, about five percent of the users would love to pay for some uh ad free version. And the bonus episode, and also they think this is a way for them to support their, you know, their host, their those podcasters. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. That's very clear. And then is this similar? I'll use an analogy. Is this similar to how YouTube monetizes? Uh, yes,、yeah, similar, and uh, uh, I think not exactly the same. And I think YouTubers they have like uh, uh, most of their revenue came from audio ad,、uh, video ads. And、uh, and but for podcasters, I think current stage it's really hard for long tail podcasters to monetize. If you for every single episode, if you have fifty thousand download, you know per per show, and you may have some you know kind of like a podcast network, they can help you to sell ads. You but not using a programmatic way, but more like hands by hands and、uh, using the Excel to manage all the content and manage all the ad slots. And、uh, I think it should be replaced in a new way. And if compared to this part, I think it's more like video how how YouTubers monetize. But what I mentioned about the subscription and the paywall is kind of like un- more targeted for audio content, especially for. Uh, audio consumers—they are really time savers. They don't want to waste time. They they listen to audio only for the best quality content. So that's why there's more possibility for them to pay for as free version or pay for some exclusive audio content, which is high pr- highly produced and which is really great、uh, content. Thank you. And、um, I want to come back because I think you've mentioned it twice. So I just want to make sure the listener understands. What do you mean by long tail? Ah,、uh, long tail. It means,、um, for example, like uh, uh, if you see every industry, they are kind of like top, uh, uh, top creators, and maybe they have like um, you know, one million subscribers, and or even more. And this is we call it like tier one or or top creators. And there are also some other inv-、uh, creators. Which we call it long tail, and、uh, they may not that popular as the top creators, but they work as a tussle tussle part. And for them, they have their subscribers, maybe like one hundred or two hundred subscribers. But their content may be in for those one hundred subscribers and valuable to them. 
And for this kind of like individual or like small studio or podcasters or creators, we call it we call them long tail. I think the magic power of internet is to connect the long tail demand with the long tail supply. And whenever whatever you have a uh, you have a demand, you have something you you are interested. There's something. You know who can some people who can give you the information you like. We call it a long tail, and for I think all the technology part can really support and to help to improve the long tail monetization and the long tail distribution. I think that's a perfect example. I'll give you、um, a comparison. So back when、um, I was with Intuit, this is at a time、uh, where、uh, the way it works. Is if we think about data and analytics, or term big data, we think about Google, Google and Yahoo, and this is where Facebook was young. That is a lot of data. You know, back then, hundreds of millions, now billions of subscribers. But that's a lot of what we would call, or Peter Drucker, the famous、um, thought leader, would say is information smog. You have a lot of information, but it's it's just too much. And then if you think about where Netflix and Amazon came in. They can get viewer viewer behavior, and then a company like Intuit, which knows TurboTax or QuickBooks, they know your financial information, down to the app. So Mint.com, which knows exactly your personal finances, and now we're talking about even more、um, hyperlocalized content. That is the I think the power you're mentioning with the long tail, right? And that's where matching that supply and demand. Which you just talked about is very powerful. Yeah, I think so. And also, especially in audio, before without technology, long tail didn't make sense because audio is a black box. You can only you know spend one hour to listen into the audio. You know what is inside. But with technology, for example, with Castbox, we have a very unique function we call in audio search. Basically, we transcribed every single audio into text. And add time step into the audio, and then we understand what is inside. And using technology to help users to find exactly the content they may be interested. So that is like technology can really help to make the long tail demand, uh, uh, make it uh happen and make it be filled. Thanks, Renee. And I think that is where we're going to hit in the next segment, even. More information on it because I think that's exactly what a lot of content creators, podcasters, really want to understand is where can they actually find the right listener, the right viewer, the right whatever to make sure that they're being effective. So you're listening to Keith Koo on Silicon Valley Insider with Renee Wang, the CEO of Castbox, and Tina Kwan, the Chief Marketing Officer. And if you have any questions or comments, come to svin.biz or email us at info@svin.biz, and we'll be right back. For questions or comments on today's program, call one eight 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 two eight seventy eight forty six. That's eight 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 two eight S V I N. Now back to Silicon Valley Insider. Once again, your host Keith Koo. Welcome back to Silicon Valley Insider. I'm your host Keith Koo, joined today by Renee Wang, the CEO of Castbox, and Tina Kwan, the Chief Marketing Officer. <laughs> So for this week's cyber tip, I'm going to talk about protecting your brand, and that's in light of all the data breaches that were a hallmark of 2017, and now there are studies coming out from that year where all these breaches occurred. So ping identity 
um, a software company that does uh, a lot of analytics on things like uh, breaches, had a study called Consumer Survey, Attitudes and Behaviors in a Post-Breach Era. And what the survey found was enlightening. They said that 49% of the survey respondents said they would not sign up or use an online service that had recently reported a data breach. And they said that in order to stay on the consumer's good side, they need to be publicly and transparently showing that they are trying to comply with all the rules and regulations out there. Now, we've talked many times about how difficult that really is. You think about Europe's GDPR, General Data Protection Regulation of the European Union. You think about where California said that they're going to do in, um, in effect in the next year or two a uh, privacy regulation that's even more stringent than GDPR. It's almost impossible to adhere to it in terms of what we call the letter of the law. So it's where I think many brands and companies trying to protect themselves and keep their consumers really need to get the right help. And there's different solutions for different size entities, whether you're a billion-dollar company or whether you're a startup. Um, you're really trying to protect that brand. And also, uh, one key factor in this is that there's a big difference between losing a customer and having an existing customer just stop engaging with you. And so those are two things you really be really cognizant about. And that's the tip of the week. So welcome back to the show with Renee Wang, CEO of CastBox, and Tina Kwan, the Chief Marketing Officer. Uh, in the earlier segments, we talked about the CastBox journey, and I think we got into some really heavy conversations about how do you monetize your content. And because we're on radio, um, how do you actually monetize something like a podcast? So we talked about the long tail in the last segment, which is where you can actually have a supply and demand between people creating very important and specific content and finding that right listener base. So I kind of want to continue on that and then go more even into what are things that CastBox is thinking about and what is ContentBox. Great, Keith. So I want to walk you guys to through, uh, your listeners through the overall landscape of podcasting because many people probably, probably don't know that within the podcasting space, only a handful of podcasters are actually making money. So there's probably half, a little bit over half a million podcasters out there. And let's say only 5% are making money. What happens to the rest of that huge gap, right? So to make money, I really need to, podcasters are really concerned about two things, okay? How do I grow my audience? So I can't get advertising until I have a significant amount of followers listening to me. But how do I do that, right? Without spending more promotions or putting more efforts into this. A lot of the times, our podcasters that we work with, they're coming to us, oh, how do we do more promotion on your app? How do we do cross promotions? Or can you help us promote you guys on our platform and various platforms? And then how do I monetize? So it's a little bit of a double-edged sword. Without the audience size to reach a certain amount, I can't get advertisers. So we've discovered along the way this year that, oh, there's definitely um, a gap that's missing in monetization. So there's two things we want to kind of talk about today, similar to what Renee said earlier. One was that um, we built this content box. It's this blockchain initiative. It's a public blockchain built for the digital content industry, not just for spoken audio, but also for um, publishing and video. But in this case, 
we saw a niche for podcasting in spoken audio because mm-hmm. that's really our bread and butter. So we launched this public blockchain back in June. And what it does is it basically helps eliminate the middleman, the intermediaries, so that similar to how Patreon works, where your users or your fans can donate, we have this function. It's actually, it's a, um, we have this in, in CastBox right now. If you go to CastBox and download, you can actually see a digital wallet within your own space. And within the um, digital wallet, users or within the podcast, you can donate to your favorite podcaster. Let's say you, Silicon Valley Insider. Then I can um, donate you a certain amount of tokens to support you. Now, this begs an interesting question. Where does this, Where can this lead to? This will allow the podcaster to to um, even do a mini crowdfund. So if I want to do a certain um, topic on or a a whole new podcast on a show, but I don't have enough funding to go about doing this, I can ask my users, my listeners, my fans to donate into a crowdfunding platform and then allows me to self-fund and build a new podcast. So one, it allows me to grow my audience, allows me to to grow audience that doesn't rely on the typical system of advertising, but on user donations. And um, that's really the idea under um, Content Box and what we try, uh, strive to do. Um, the second thing that Renee talked about earlier is um, having a long tail end of um, uh, an ad network focusing on um, the smaller end of the podcasters that's within the, the ones that's not highly monetized today. And that is um, a new function we'll be rolling out next year. We also have a, another way, a special project that we're working on, um, which we, we will disclose hopefully um, sometime next year when you invite us back. You're definitely invited back anytime. Great. We, we hope to launch that also in Q1 of next year. So we've got two exciting functions and features that will help podcasters monetize. Thanks, Tina. And I think this is really great, right, um, for the shows we've done. We've done a lot of blockchain shows, and we've done shows on the way that the economy is changing. So what we just talked about, and I know some folks are familiar with Patreon, um, how do you take content, and how do you take control and really liberate yourselves from traditional uh, ways of advertising and other vehicles that people are used to in terms of how they make their money? Um, I'm going to compare this to, we had a show with Jonathan Nelson, who's the CEO of the Hack Fund. And Jonathan talked about, in essence, tokenizing his fund, which is, in a sense, crowdsourcing as well, because you can now, he's trying to um, give access to the developing world on venture capital using a token. And what you're doing, especially for content and specifically for the audio world, which is podcasting, is the same thing. Because we get, you know, in essence, spoiled a lot being in the Western world, so United States, Western Europe, we're used to the dollar, the euro, and traditional sources of funding, although this isn't limited. But now we're talking about all the other countries of the world that um, don't have as developed as an economy, don't have the direct access. And this is what I think a lot of large industry players aren't seeing, is that people who have traditionally not had access to things like this are going to get access to it, and that's where the economy is really being built. Yeah, uh, I want to add some some more uh, ideas about Content Box. Um, the first reason why we uh, launched Content Box this year is because when we go deeper into the content industry, 
we do see tons of problem, tons of uh long-standing problem to be solved in in content industry. Once, as you mentioned, I think how do I raise money to fund the best, you know, to 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 launch my show or like to make my ideas into the real, uh, high-produced content is a is a is very important. It's a key or it's a blocks for for a lot of creators. So that's why I think Content Boss, as you mentioned, we try to tokenize everything. And um, for every creators, for example, for Silicon Valley Insider, we have users from 94 countries. And you have a lot of followers who want to support you, who know whatever you made would be great. But they may want to, they may not, they may, they cannot, for example, invest in $1 million. They can only invest in 200 right. US dollars. You know, in this way, um, but before it's very hard. It's it's impossible, you know, to get some listeners from China to uh, invest you, you in your uh, in your great show, in your great coming show for two hundred US dollars. But you using tokens, which is a globalized things, and you can ask your followers to support you. And uh, whenever the show was made, and uh, uh, every single investors who used to you know, using the tokenized things, uh, to- who use the token to support you can share a certain portion of the benefit because all the content will consumed also inside the blockchain as well. I mean, I mean I'm mean, i not ta- talking about the thing will happen this year or even next year. I'm mean, talking about the things that will happen maybe in three years or in five years. I think this is the way how the new economy will, will changing. Every single investors, you know, will be the same as every single your distributors and every single your listeners and your consumers. So it's kind of like we use the token to make sure and all the every behaviors can be tracked and can be rewarded and can be, you know, and can be monetized one day. So this is like how how Countenboss is uh, will will do and everything will written in smart contract which is cannot be changed easily. So, and all the monetization will be distributed automatically using the smart contract, you know, using the using the open source code. So this is like, I think maybe in, in five years, you know, the, the, the content industry will be changed totally differently. And you, for, for, for you, like a great content creators, no need to ask for investors to support you, to, to give you money. Your followers, your listeners will be your major investors, and and also they they will benefit from their investment and from their distribution behaviors. Thanks, Renee. And I know we have done a lot of shows on blockchain, but just in case, um, for those who this is a new concept for them, uh, we've done prior radio shows, which are now podcasts, so you can listen to Off the Blockchain with Park and Debaj which was uh, about a year ago, and we did a lot about what Renee's talking about. Um, introductory blockchain, how it's not only Bitcoin, what are smart contracts. And it's important because this is a really new area for lots of people. And so it doesn't hurt to keep reminding people of what this new economy represents. So once again, uh, you're listening to Keith Koo, Silicon Valley Insider, with Renee Wang and Tina Kwan of CastBox, and that's C-A-S-T-B-O-X dot F-M. Have any questions or comments, come to our website, svin.biz, or email us at info at svin.biz. And don't go away. We'll be right back to wrap up the show. For questions or comments on today's program, call one 888 
888-828-7846. That's 888-828-SVIN. Now, back to Silicon Valley Insider. Once again, your host, Keith Koo. Hey, Insiders, it's Keith Koo. Welcome back to the show with Renee Wang, CEO of CastBox, and Tina Kwan, the Chief Marketing Officer. And today's whole show, you're going to want to go back and listen to all the segments because we're talking about something very important, which is how do content creators, such as podcasters, such as video creators, everything, how do you actually monetize your content, your podcast, when there's a half a million of you out there? Thanks again for being here. In the earlier segments, we talked about CastBox, ContentBox, which is your blockchain platform for, in essence, micropayments. What should people be thinking about whether they're listeners or whether they're content creators? Well, as listeners, we just want you guys to download CastBox on your app, Google Play app store. And the reason why is because we are the fastest growing, highest raised podcasting player out there. And we've specialized in content discovery. We have this proprietary function called in-audio search where you can search by keywords or phrases and you're able to pull to the exact second minute of whatever you're searching for in the audio. Whereas other players are only able to give you the podcast show or the episode. We can give you to the exact second of what you're looking for with an audio and just um, transcribed. For podcasters, we want you guys to engage with us. We want to know and we want to help you monetize through our content box blockchain initiative and through our other um, new um, features like the new ad network that we'll be launching next year. That's great. And it's no joke because CastBox already has over 20 million users. Yeah. So to find that, you would go to the Apple App Store or you'd go to Google Play or are there other distributions? Uh, Basically, you can just go check our website and we have like all the links there. We also support uh, Alexa, we support CarPlay, we support Android Auto, every every single smart devices. Okay. So then in, in terms of, because you two are experts in this space, what are the words of encouragement? What's the advice for content creators, especially podcasters? I would say that in this space today, podcasting is, I mean, if you compare it to radio right now, that we're at, what, 325 million, radio's at 14 billion, in two years, um, podcasting will be at doubling that, which is only like 630 million space, that it's still rapidly growing, but not at the level of video and, um, and radio. So there's a lot of potential. There's a lot of space. And there's a, there's a lot of consolidations happening in the space. Be patient. Um, a lot of players are in here to make podcasting um, more visible, um, make the community bigger. And we're all here to, to be that voice for the podcasters. And how would a podcaster actually start putting their content out on CastBox? They can just log in our website, castbox.fm, and we have free hosting there, and we have a very good analytics tool there. And also we have really great functions to help users to give supply comments and feedback to creators. So just check our website, and we have everything there. Okay, and that's something we didn't mention before is, are the content creators paying for CastBox? No. I think the only, the only way how we can make CastBox successful is make our creators successful. So basically, all the features we provide in CastBox is free. And we have not mentioned for CastBox, we have raised more than 30 million US dollars until today and another 30,000 ETH 
for content boss. So for for cash boss and content boss, we have enough fundings, and all these fundings we will focus on to make sure the creators they can enjoy the free and good use the tools and functionalities to make sure they can grow their users and they can monetize their content. And then I think as a platform, we can benefit at the end. Yeah, I agree. I think that's an important point to reiterate is that. This is a platform that's free for the content creator, and the features are free. And that by engaging in Content Box, which I think I just heard is on Ethereum. Uh, yeah,、mm-hmm. we 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 did the ICO based on Ethereum, but uh, uh, we are building our own public blockchain. Exactly.、Yeah. So using that engagement and going to the public blockchain Castbox Content Box itself is where you can really start to one. Get into the blockchain community, and two, then start to see how the new economy works. And again, this is a very low cost, free for the platform itself, which I think is something that is a great differentiator. Yeah, and I personally believe the future of content industry would it be global, would it be decentralized. And I think again, how many countries are you in? We have users from two hundred countries. And we have a localized for one hundred and thirty-five countries, and we support seventy languages. Renee and Tina, thanks again for joining us today. I think it's been a really great show to talk about how listeners and content creators can use the Castbox platform. Thanks so much for having us, Keith. Yeah, thank you. Thank We're you, looking、Keith. forward to coming back. Definitely. So for this week's technology conundrum, in the news, talk about. How AI is taking over the world. We did a lot of shows last month on that. So a few months back, I talked about Lil Marquela, which was a digital being that was backed by many venture capitalists, and people didn't know whether she was real or not until she got hacked. Well, this week we talked about how the Chinese have an artificial intelligent news anchor that works 24 hours, seven days a week, and really there could be lots of benefits to that. You don't need to hire somebody; they're on all the time. But I think the question would be whether or not you could actually tell if you're watching personality that was digitally created. And this one was actually modeled after real people, so really just the mouth and the lips and the facial expressions change. But it's really the actual person. So that's the question for you: is whether you'd be comfortable listening or viewing an artificially intelligent being that isn't an actual person. So that's a wrap for the show this week. You're listening to Keith Koo, Silicon Valley Insider. And we questions or comments on anything on today's show, especially on how to monetize your content. Come to our website svin.biz and leave us a comment or a note. And with that, we'll see you next week. You've been listening to Silicon Valley Insider with Keith Koo. For questions or comments on today's program, or to schedule a complimentary consultation with Keith about your business, call one eight 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 two eight SVIN. That's one eight eight eight. Eight two eight seventy eight forty six eight 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 two eight S V I N. 